Welcome to this edition of the Luke Winstall Show. My next guest is a five-star defensive end, six foot five out of Maryland, class of 2022, Penn State commit. Deny Dennis Sutton, thank you for joining me on the show. How are you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. How are you? Doing great. Really excited to talk with you. I know you've got a great story. Can't wait to hear a little more about you and your background. To begin, you're a national guy, the number 11 prospect in the country for your upcoming class of 2022. So nationally, you've gotten a lot of media, but for people that don't know your story yet, could you take us through the process for you coming up through football, getting to be a top recruit? Sure, man. So, I mean, I started playing football at a young age, maybe like seven or eight. Um, and, you know, I, I'm from Millsboro, Delaware, a small town, the bottom of Delaware. Not many kids get to even go Division One at, at, you know, and that especially, you know, making it to a professional level. That's unheard of from my area. So, you know, I was just playing football because my friends and family played it. So I played it all the way to middle school. Um, and then, you know, I started getting looks from schools outside of the state. So like Maryland, D.C. area. Um, and then I found McDonough. They really wanted me. And then I went there. Um, so at the time, I just thought, you know, this was a good high school. I wasn't even thinking about college. I didn't know because, like I said, no, the only person in my family that has been to college is my mother. She went to a D3 school. So nobody ever going, you know, D1 around my area to play sports. So um, I went to the school and then I seen, you know, some of my teammates going to Division One. And I seen what they were doing as far as putting the work in every day before and after practice in the weight room. So, you know, freshman year, I struggled a little bit because I played on varsity. Um, and, you know, after that sophomore year, I started to get looks from, you know, colleges, Division One schools. Um, and, you know, I started working on my game every day before and after practice in the weight room like I see my past teammates doing. And then it's just been on from there. Wow, okay. And then for you coming up, I know that it probably hasn't been the smoothest process. So what are some challenges or things that you had to overcome to get to where you are as a top recruit? Definitely, man. Uh, I mean, just just working, you know, finding places to work. Um, I mean, a lot of different things, you know, because, you know, when you start to become, you make a name for yourself, you get a target on your back and you get people who, you know, say you aren't as good as people say you are and a whole bunch of other things, you know, people hating on you, stuff like that. Um, but, you know, as far as, you know, problems, I haven't really had too many problems. I try to block out everything. I try to be on social media as least as possible um, so I can control everything I see and everything I think about. But other than that, man, I, I haven't really had many problems. The school I go to is a great school. We have a great community. And then my teammates, you know, I have great teammates. And, you know, with, with us not having a season last year, it gave us the opportunity to bond a little bit more. Um, I, obviously, with COVID, we couldn't do it as much as we wanted to, but we were still in the weight room um, outside, you know, working. So it, it, it's been good, man. Um, it hasn't been too bad for me. Got you. Glad to hear that. And with the no season last year because of COVID, you're coming back this year. It'll be your senior year so. How do you go into that from a mental standpoint, knowing that you haven't played in a couple of years, but you're ready to get back out there? Definitely, man. So, I mean, like I said, I've been playing football since I was about seven or eight. So, you know, football was just a, a thing to do. 
Um, and, you know, I think everybody pretty much took it for granted. Um, you know, so now that I know what it feels like to not have football, to not be able to play anymore, you know, I, I'm not going to take it for granted anymore. Every play, I'm going to give them at all. Um, you know, obviously, you sh- should have been doing that before, but now it's it's a definite. I'm going to put that in the team. Um, like I said, me being a senior, I'm going to – I have to instill, you know, morals and stuff like that on the team and lead the team the correct way. So I'm just not going to take it for granted. I'm going to give them my all. Um, and, you know, because I only have three years of high school football, so you never know when it's going to end. Uh, so, yeah, man, I'm just going to give them my all this year. That's for sure. And it looks like with the ratings and the college offers you've gotten, football will not be ending when you finish high school. So going into recruiting, I'm curious, when did you first get discovered by this coaches? Or to be more specific, what's the story of getting discovered? Uh, So I first started getting looks by colleges, um, you know, late freshman year, um, probably like March of freshman year. Um, First offer was by Florida. But as far as, like, getting heavily heavily recruited, uh, you know, from bigger schools, I guess you could say, um, that more happened about sophomore year after um, after I got my name out there. I went to, you know, one or two camps, people seeing me, stuff like that. So freshman year and uh, sophomore year, it was, go- it was good, man. You know, as a young kid, you know, it sounds good when you have all these schools and stuff like that, but... Once it started to get to junior year, this past year, and, you know, upcoming senior year, when you have to actually make a decision, um, it gets pretty stressful, Um, you know, but I'm thankful for it because, like I said, not many kids from my area get to even go to Division I schools. So this is just a blessing for me. I'm trying to enjoy as much as possible, but it can be a little stressful at times. I understand that, and looking at the – recruiting process you set a date I think it was July 22nd that you posted and you said that's going to be it for you you're going to commit the process will end and then you'll be able to head into your senior year so how did you come up with that date how'd you decide um so that's the time I'm going to be at my school um uh because I live in Delaware my school is about two and a half hours away um so I'm going to be up there that whole week um, and I, I don't know. I just picked that date, random day, nothing really special about that day. Um, but it, it's just I'm just ready to, you know, get it over with. I think I have a good sense of where I'm going to be going. Uh, me and my family, we've discussed it many, many times. Um, and, and yeah, I think we're just ready to make a decision. Got you. And when you look at all the schools that have offered, I think it's upwards of 30 at the last count that I saw. How do you go about trying to narrow down and go through that process, which you mentioned can at times be a little stressful? Definitely, man. So in my opinion, with COVID, we all had time on our hands, you know. So I narrowed those schools down from, like you said, the 30 that I had down to seven. So if coaches have time on their hand, you know, if I don't hear from a coach at least, you know, two or three times a week, um, then, you know, that shows they don't really want me as bad as they might say they do. So that's how I narrowed it down to my seven. And then as far as bringing it down to the three, Georgia, Penn State, and Alabama, I just see, I just looked at where I can see myself fitting at the top seven schools. You know, Cali, USC, schools like that, those are great schools. 
Um, and if I was on the West Coast, I would probably, you know, take those schools more into consideration. But I don't see myself right now going all the way to California and some of these other places that had interest in me. So I just narrowed it down to schools that really wanted me and that I heard from a lot and to schools where I can really see myself fitting in. Now talking about the overall fit for you as an athlete on the defensive line, watching your film, of course, is very impressive. But when you kind of self-scout or self-evaluate your game, what do you see are some things that stand out or things that are strengths for you when you break it down? Definitely, man. So last time I played, it was my sophomore year. I'm about to be a senior. So when I look at my film, I've learned so much over COVID and, you know, these past two years, man, when I look back, it, it makes you cringe a little bit, you know? <laughs> um, you know, just looking back, I kind of know so many things I could have done better and that I've gotten better at. Um, so I right now, I, I, I try to make myself an all-around player um, as far as speed, power, um, finesse. I try and use all of it. So I, don't, I wouldn't really say I have any strengths or weaknesses, um, you know, I, I, I believe I have a lot of weaknesses. I'm sorry about that. But, um, you know, I just try to work on all my game, all aspects of the game, so I can be an all-around player, play any position um, that any coach wants me to play. Got you. Well, as a defensive end and somebody that's got the tools that you've shown, especially at some of these camps that have helped get you so highly rated, when you've got these tools, there's players that are in the collegiate level or pro level that – might have a similar style. Is there anybody you think that you might compare to in terms of you play a little similarly to the way they do? Yeah, man. I mean, I, I take up my game a, a lot from a lot of different players. I try and look at, you know, players like Cameron Jordan, uh, as far as his hands and, you know, his get off, all them, Miles Garrett, as far as his speed and, you know, just using the size with size scissors um, with the swipes and the Bosa brothers. I look at a lot of players, man. I don't know who I compare to the most, um, but I just try and take my game um, or take parts of everybody's game and just incorporate it in mine. Definitely. Makes sense for sure. Now, we talk about who you are off the field and somebody um, around friends or family. How do you think that people that know you well would describe who you are? I don't know, man. I, I, I pretty much, it's hard because I, I'm trying to be great. So a lot of my time definitely goes to, you know, working on my game, watching film, um, standing in shape. So that that's a tough part. But, you know, when I do have free time, I'm out with my family. Um, I go out fishing because I live in Delaware. We're right on, you know, the ocean or the bay. So I go fishing a lot. Um, I go hunting. Um, you know, I don't play games a lot, but when I do play, I get real competitive, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> 2K and Madden are definitely my games when I do play. Um, but other than that, man, I just like being outdoors, riding four-wheelers, dirt bikes. I, I love being outdoors. Okay, and one thing also that you mentioned earlier with your school being a little over two hours away, how does all of that work with transportation or how does it go? Yeah, man. So McDonough School is actually a boarding school. Um, so the campus is huge. It's pretty much like a college campus. Um, and, you know, I stay there throughout the week. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I, the only time I really tra- go from Delaware to my school is like during the summertime, during times like this. 
you know, I might drive back and forth or I might catch a bus back and forth. But during the school year, I'm I'm pretty much up there every day of the week because it's a boarding school. Got you. That makes sense. And I know that there's been some high-level guys that have come out of your school. You mentioned that when you were a freshman, you were learning from some upperclassmen. Have you gotten any visits or gotten to talk to any of the alumni that have gone on to go on to higher levels that have come back? Have you gotten to have conversations or work with them at all? Uh, definitely, man. Our alumni that we get to come, that comes back to McDonough is heavy, man. Um, Darius Hayward Bay a couple years ago, um, I believe he plays for the Steelers. He comes back, you know, every summer just to give us a speech and, you know, come and check us out. Um, but as far as, like, recent years, um, yeah, we, we have guys. Um, we got guys up at Penn State, Devon Ellis, uh, P.J. Mustafer, uh, Curtis Jacobs that just went out uh, last year or two years ago. Um, but, you know, we get guys every summer and every year that come back and, and definitely check out the team and give us, you know, just just some advice and tips for being playing on the next level. Um, so, yeah, man. That's awesome. Now, you've got the five-star life right now as a top recruit, number 11 guy in the country, according to Rivals. So what's the coolest part of being a five-star, the coolest perk? Um, The coolest perk, I guess, you know, more people know who you are. I guess that can be a good and bad thing. Um, You know, everything you do is getting looked at as far as every snap of the ball, um, every post you make on social media, everything is getting looked at. So, you know, that's a good and bad thing. Um, you know, I think I've earned to be where I'm at. Um, I, my end goal is to be number one. Uh, but, you know, we'll see if I'm going to get there. But it, it's a lot of perks that come with it, man, you know. But, you know, I will say being a five-star, you'll definitely get, uh, you know, everybody's best game. Because um, everybody's trying to prove that you're not a five-star, you know. Right, for sure. Now, to get to where you've gotten, you have to have a lot of drive, I'm sure. So what drives you or motivates you to push forward and keep striving for the best as a football player? Uh, everything, man. My whole family, we all are workers. Um, and, you know, I, I just got a small opportunity to play at, at a big school like McDonough. Um, and then that took me even farther. Like I said, nobody from my area has, you know, gone D1 and, like I said, even farther to the professional level. So I'm just trying to be the first man so I can come back hopefully one day and get kids, you know, the younger me, uh, a face to see, okay, anything is possible. I can make it out of where I'm from. Um, you know, all I need is a, a slight opportunity. For sure. And one thing you mentioned was everything on your social media gets watched. And one of the things that I saw you tweeted was I somewhere on the, along the lines of I'm the number one defensive lineman or defensive end until someone proves me wrong. How have things like that gone off with the competitiveness and competing with guys? What's that experience like for you? Oh, yeah, man. I, I'm a competitor for sure. So anything, you know, like that bold statement, I'm ready to back it up. Any, I'm ready to go against any offensive lineman, defensive lineman. Um, you know, I'm not afraid of anybody. So, you know, I work on my craft so much. It, it's tough trying to, like I said earlier, trying to balance, you know, family time and um, I guess you could say fun time. Because I want to be great, I'm literally working on my game at least three to four hours a day as far as, you know, working hands, you know, going in the weight room, lifting weights and 
watching film on my next opponent. So I dedicate pretty much all my time to, you know, football. So I, I don't know a lot of my a lot of my teammates um, and a lot of my opponents that I go against aren't doing that. So I just want I, I believe in myself and I believe in my work that I, I can match up pretty much against anybody, in my opinion. Off the field, what do you think people don't know about you, but they should? I mean, I don't know. I, I think some people might believe that, um, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> that's a tough, that's a good question. <laughs> um, it's hard to really say what people think of me. Um, uh, but I mean, I, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, pretty much everything I said, I like being outdoors. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. That's a good question. Gotcha. And what do you think that people get wrong about the experience of being a five-star big recruit? What do people not get about that? Um, like I said, you get everybody's best game. So, you know, when I was, a, I guess you could say, unknown freshman, sophomore year, I'm looking at these top recruits and I'm giving them my best and my all. So I know what it's like to, to be going at the top dog and, you know, stuff like that. But like I said, just being a top recruit, everything gets looked at. Everything you say, you know, everybody has an opinion on. Um, and that's the thing with social media. Anything you put out there, somebody's going to either disagree with it or, you know, have an opposite, have an opposite opinion on it. So you just have to take that, roll with it, or just don't be on there at all. Um, but pretty much the things that I already said is – pretty much how my life is being a a top recruit got you and then another question kind of along similar lines what do you think about you might surprise people that don't know you i guess my craft um because a lot of people see my size and you know they assume that i might be just big and strong but i actually work on my craft every day um you know and when i look at my film like i said earlier the last time I played, I was, what, 15 or 16 my sophomore year. Um, this year, I'm going to be 17, 18. So it's going to be a big difference um, in my game, uh, on the film. Um, so, you know, that's that's really what I would say. Just I've gotten a lot better. And I'm not just big. I'm You know, I also work on every aspect of my game. A couple more to finish out. What do you consider to be your greatest achievement to this point? Um, you know, just making it to where I'm at is really my biggest achievement. Um, you know, my family's proud of me. Um, you know, I'm going to do bigger things, great things. Like you said, playing Division One. a lot of kids don't get that, don't even get to get that experience of going Division One. Uh, a lot of kids will, you know, do anything to be in my position. So I'm just enjoying it, man. I'm blessed to where I'm at. Um, and you know, all the schools I'm looking at, you can't really go wrong with any of them. So, um, just enjoying where I'm at, I think is definitely my, my biggest accomplishment or biggest achievement you could say. For sure. Now, when you look at your life, you got a lot of cool things coming up. What are you most excited about right now? Um, so I'm most excited for my senior year, um, my sophomore year, we went 11-1. and one. We lost the last game in the championship. So, 
this senior year, I'm hoping we could get a ring uh, and, you know, enjoy this. Last year was my brothers, uh, my McDonough family. And then I'll see after that, you got, you know, those All-American games as far as the Polynesian Bowl and the Adidas game. Um, and then after that, college, you know. So I got a lot of things lined up that I'm looking forward to. But the, the closest thing to me is my, my senior year. I, I can't wait for that. Awesome. Well, Deny, that's all the questions I had for you. Thank you for your time. Uh, thank you, sir.